Hi guys, welcome to today's episode of Startup Couches. Um, if you're joining us for the first time and this is your first episode, welcome. Make sure to subscribe, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Startup Couches to join in these conversations as we start. And if you are a return user, if you've been part of the Startup Couches family, welcome back again stay tuned and you know you already know how it goes so on the couch today i have david david is the co-founder of chips welcome to the couch man yeah thanks a lot thanks a lot glad to be here yeah yeah so how's your day been so far yeah going great like the weather is also like great today so it's stress-free thankfully Mm. okay that's good that's good to hear weather is good that's really really good to hear so jumping right in um what is chips and how does it all work all right um so chips is a platform where you can predict events and then end crypto based on your predictions um so what happens is you go on chips you see different curated events like um you know epl uh, that's um, english premier league or champions league or even like you know other events in entertainment you know politics um and then you can basically like choose an event you um see different outcomes of what might happen for the event and you know like for sporting events for instance you could see you know team a is going to win or team b is going to win or team c is going to win and then you put some crypto um called pretty much staking you stake some crypto on you know the particular events you think would come out at the end of the day and then you know based on on the events you 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 have like the outcome you have chosen you earn some crypto and how that actually works is that the people who state on the wrong outcomes have you know all their chips transferred to the people who stick on the right outcome so it's peer-to-peer and you know decentralized Oh wow, that's amazing! So basically, like bet Niger for crypto. Yeah, basically. But then you know, with a little twist. So um, when you have platforms like Bet Niger and other big betting houses, what happens is you actually um, bet against the house, right? Um, but this time we have built just a marketplace for people to come together and bet, you know, directly like you know sort of like collectively with each other against um, each other instead of the yeah. heart yeah yeah okay that's really really interesting so that means it's not an odd thing um is more yeah. of it's more of a choose your outcome all the people who have chosen a will get the pool of the money yeah but then a- you know yeah but then some in some way you can actually like say there are odds because like you know if i'm sticking um on a particular outcome where there are like lesser chips and then maybe like all the other outcomes yeah have really more chips. Chips. yeah yeah you could just like do a figure like a factor but yeah 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 that is really interesting so i want to know what and what um can i be able to stick chips on today so i know football definitely right so what else what else 
is this that I can actually do? Are there other things? How expensive is chips? Okay, so um, yeah, like today you can you can stick on like football um for good reason. Like football happens pretty much like every week, every weekend, and so it's an event that is also like recurring. You can stick on like stuff in music. Um, you can stick on whether like you know Whiskey is gonna win a Grammy or whether you think like Rihanna and Asap are going to get married like this year. Um, hmm. There's also like NBA. Um, there's there's politics, which is just a little experiment. Like you know, do you think Tinubu will become like APC's presidential candidates in oh, wow. 2023? That's, yeah, that's, so that, that's that's available right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's available right now. Funny, funny enough. <laughs> oh, wow, that yeah. is interesting. That is really really interesting. Okay, so yeah. um, how who how would you how would you um describe your customer segment today? Who and who uses chips today? Okay, so our customers are just pretty much like um. You know people who follow like these events that we that we speak of um and then you know people who also are like crypto savvy um to an extent and so like you know what happens is like these people um have opinions because they've like you know followed these games from time they have like strong opinions of what they think will happen at the end of the day either based on like you know calculation or speculation and then they are able to, you know, pretty much like just come together, like come to our platform to actually like put their money or put their crypto where their mouth is. So um, those are like, you know, the, the customers we have. And then also like, you know, just broadly crypto users who sort of like want to have a little bit of fun, like as opposed to like the regular, like day-to-day trading of like crypto, you can come like just stick chips on something that's like, you know, it'd be fun. So those are the people that we cater for today. Yeah, this is such a cool idea, right? And Thanks. we only hear about a lot of odds in sports. But now, here we are bringing in entertainment. I hear Big Brother, um, um, you know, like who wins Big Brother, things like that. You know, just getting yeah. into, as you've said, we Whiskey Mini Grammy, we, we, we Rihanna get married to ASAP Rocky, you know, we we yeah. start also really really diving into the entertainment space or the space of showbiz you know and that is really really unique that is something that hasn't been done before yeah yeah um definitely like you know what we realized is that um you know actually like today people make lots of predictions right like on social media you'd see people make lots of predictions and in fact like incentives are like misaligned for like the right predictions because i mean people with like a large following can easily just like you know make like um you know just surface level predictions and sort of just make predictions based on like what might give them value like more social following um and so like what you have is that with prediction markets you can pretty much like you know build a system where people actually like defend you know like the, what they actually like claim they mm-hmm. claims to you know based on their calculations and you know based on like what actual like skin in the game they have like for that particular topic so yeah yeah again um another question in the entertainment space would be 
what was your inspiration like i i'm really really curious as to how how you know cuz when, when when you think betting companies of course is usually sports right so how did you how did you get into that space of saying you know what let's include things in showbiz i mean aside the argument of like um you know um incentives being misaligned with predictions especially like on social in social media platform like twitter for example right um yeah. what and what was the inspiration you know of like diversifying things way outside of sports yeah so so actually like i think like you know it's more it's maybe like less of um like a betting so to say like that we're trying to go for which is like you know less of speculation and like more of like verifiable like stuff um and so like what we just like tried to do um at the start was that we wanted to create like an experience for people actually outside of sports like predominantly right yeah because sports betting today is actually like it actually requires technical skill at the base level you need to know stuff like you know odds you need to know what is under 0.5 above 0.5 and stuff like that you yeah. need to understand like you know your slips accumulators and all of that and yeah. because also the domains that people are betting on which is like sports is quite technical that pretty much like pushes out like you know a lot of people who ultimately make predictions every day and wouldn't mind like putting their money where their mouth is so we just wanted to like you know create like a friendly like a user friendly experience that can actually like expose you know like um these markets to like those people so yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense um i understand fully this inspiration especially as it started out as let's start you know something for a non spot um um perspective and then grow out to where we are today that's really amazing um So um seeing that this is you know a crypto or I would say a a web3 product of course right um how are you managing payments are you did you build out your payment infrastructure yourself are you using a partnership by integrating some APIs how are you managing payments and payouts so like we um we actually like you know work with like integrations so, like our wallets um so every user has a wallet you can deposit um USDT or TRX and then you know that becomes like the measure of chips you have okay. like for now we haven't really like tokenized chips um and so you know like it's pretty much just like a ticker based on the USDT that you have in your wallet So okay. um yeah the underlying infrastructure is just pretty much like you know the like wallets that we've integrated with. Okay. All right. So um why I'm asking is because I also wanted to know or I'm really curious to know how businesses are adopting like API um payment infrastructure service. So I wanted to know which ones you're using. Are you using foreign provided ones? Are you using the ones um made in Nigeria like with Nigerian you know teams behind them oh so i is actually like a mix of like um stuff that we use okay. but then uh, yeah i can't really like go so much like into the details of like what's under the hood um but but yeah we use a mix and we are also like you know still leveraging like multiple like integrations talking to like folks um even 
within the continents like okay. figuring out how we can drive things like you know fire deposits possibly and also like withdrawals so yeah we're definitely like you know looking at like also more integrations too all right so this is a new year right this is 2022 and we're in march so what is the vision for this year where do you see chips by january of 2023 so i mean like it's a little bit like hard to predict right because um something we're trying to do is also just not overbuild um and pretty much like stick to like what our users are like requesting for so i mean the main thing is like we are seeking to serve our like our customers better by just like listening to um their feedback like iterating and experimenting like features around them and like you know dropping those um we also like plan to make it like more community focused right and more social so people should be able to like get more context into like the markets they are like getting on um if someone does not really like um have an experience into like what they are seeing they should be able to like get some sort of like you know primer that can get them to understand and probably like you know follow up with like deeper research um we also like tra- um plan to like buff up like the user experience by um having like mobile apps like apps um enables like us control things like notifications as like part of the experience and you know um and yeah as i said just keep like you know listening and like building out like a map of features based on like what folks are requesting for okay that is really really great i like the part where you mentioned providing you know community learning you know primers for people to even if they don't fully understand um whatever um side of this stuff so imagine reading about rihanna and not knowing about rihanna you know a primer you know context to this is this this person is this something like that you know yeah. begin to get more people interested and make it a community focused product um i wanted to know what is the most interesting thing you have learned so far building out chips and yeah. what is the most challenging thing so two things okay so um i'll start with challenging um the the first is crypto adoption crypto adoption is um still very low like globally and even more so like within the african continent um and so like you know there's only just like an amount of like you know an addressable markets that we can actually um like meet this just like you know having a crypto product so that's definitely like something but then i'm enthusiastic about like how that goes over time um another thing is regulation so um there are not necessarily like there's not much clarity generally within the industry of like you know prediction markets on whether to have them as like you know lottery focused or lottery regulated entities like betting houses or better to have them as like you know derivative markets like similar to what we see in the US um you know with like the futures commission like regulating um stuff that has to do with like event contracts and just prediction markets so yeah. you know that's also like a, a space that's really like fuzzy right now and i think like in the future um you know people who can like work with regulatory partners to 
like you know design solid policies and like enable for like you know a freer market like might might help so those are like the major challenges so far. yeah yeah and and what is an interesting thing you've have had to learn okay yeah sure um so something interesting is that people are actually looking below the dollar experiences so if you are participating in crypto today like you can actually like buy fractions of stocks like maybe below $1 but it's not so popular um because like for from for a lot of like exchanges um you know you may need to have like a minimum amount that is usually above a dollar yeah. um and then even like you know if you're spending on like certain like currencies and trying to spend below the dollar it just might not be worth it due to like transaction fees and like gas costs so mm-hmm. what we've seen with chips is that um you know chips is actually fractionalized so $1 gives you 100 chips and people are actually like transacting on different markets below that you know $1 line as sort of like what you find as a minimum on you know a lot of like um battery platforms so um it's just something that you know we've seen that people just want to like have these micro transactions um, yeah. especially when it comes to like you know the realm of fun and i think that's what just might drive like you know web3 gaming and you know a whole lot of like social um experiences that have like you know crypto incorporated to them on the continent um another thing too is that like so the thesis of like a prediction market really is that um with a prediction market you are always going to have sort of like better data and better information than if you just had like a free information market like you know social media for instance um well well which isn't really like so much of a market but then it's based on two claims which is that once people um you know believe in a particular thing like and they put their money on it it means that they are also going to like go whatever lens to at least like try to verify or try to you know like choose the outcome that they are more sure of and that generally like leads to people not making like baseless claims because now you have like you know something that you're staking on so um what we've noticed is that there's been like somewhere near like an 80% prediction accuracy um especially within sports markets meaning that you know people are actually like putting their money where their mouth is but also like you know because of the financial incentive a sport to not just like make a claim that gets them to lose their money but then to like make the right claims and so um most of like what comes up what turns out at the end of the day like um you know is basically like the the people with the most stake so say for instance you have man city versus chelsea um people might like say man city is going to win and you know like somewhere near 80% of the time like it turns out correct hmm. i see that is amazing so um that's actually really really interesting the fact that people would because of the incentive of what they stand to gain or lose go out of their way to make sure that their claims are to the best of their knowledge their outcomes their predicted outcomes are going to come through so yeah that makes sense i mean like 
people will still speculate anyway just yeah. to be clear but then you know for for the most part like the financial incentive like you know um, makes it easier and, and it, it seems like prediction markets in the future broadly will play a role in just like um deregulating like fake news and sort of like you know just giving like more data and like what might actually like occur based on like you know um collective thinking yeah yeah that makes sense wow yeah. really really been interesting so thank you so so much david for yeah you know, thanks a lot this has been a very interesting conversation what do you think yeah like you know i really like enjoyed like talking about it and i'm also like you know a fan of startup cultures from previous episodes oh, so wow. i'm really glad yeah i i listened to the one on like get equity i like enjoyed that one also so i'll catch up with like more all right thank you so so much david and if you're out there and you're listening and you really want to say you know what is what is this app you could just go to chips.app it is c-h-e-e-p-s dot app check it out and yes every single thing that you can do predict events and end crypto while you do so so make sure to check it out and for new listeners make sure to subscribe make sure to share this episode with your friends if you like it um and also make sure to follow us on twitter at startup couches to keep up with the conversation and until next time see you